Hello! Thanks for checking out today's Foot in Review. We couldn't make this show without you and your fantastic support, but if you fancy going one step further, why not check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash foot in review. We offer a range of rewards and benefits with all levels receiving Discord access and episodes of the show without this very advertisement. However, we understand that times are tough, and if you can't back us financially, then simply spreading word of the show or leaving us a review wherever you listen will be super appreciated as it will help us grow. In particular, we'd like to thank our Skybox holders, Medi, Nick, Artyom, Paul and Daniel for their exceptional support. Drop it. F-U. F-U. Hello footies, welcome along to your latest dose of FIFA Ultimate Team podcasting goodness. We are Foot in Review, powered by footcoaching.com. My name is Dan Wimbush, otherwise known as Wimby. Thank you for joining us. It is Monday, May the 8th. It's still a bank holiday here in the UK as we come off the back of Coronation Weekend. But who has been crowned king of the Premier League TOTS team so far. We've got the best person place to do that. Probably the only man that can afford to test them all. We've got the scout, Nathan Downs, who I'll get into and bring into this show very shortly. But plenty of other things to discuss. We've got the EFL team of the season, which has a few really high-priced cards still floating around. We've also got a hero pick that's been refreshed with a little bit of a twist and lots more besides. So I've already teased him up. It is Rich Uncle Pennybags himself. It is Scrooge McDuck. It is the scout, Nathan Downs. Nathan, hello. Hello, Dan. You thank you for Dan. You crikey, it's a good start already. Hi, Dan. <laughs> it's what an introduction. No, it's good. I'm uh, I'm happy to be on. Thank you for having me. A good place to talk about FIFA. I think both of us actually after the last few days, Tots is uh, well underway. Certainly for me, anyway. This is my my fun time this uh, Premier League week. So happy to be uh, able to go and tell everybody all about it. Yeah, I've uh, recently come back from a holiday in the States where I got to go to you know, Universal Studios, Florida. I got to go to Disney, went on loads of great water rides. And there's one at Universal that got me so unbelievably soaked that I had to like wring my T-shirt out afterwards. Uh, but I don't think that compares to Premier League Team of the Season Weekend League, Nath. Um, and that is my segue <laughs> of the day. Let's, let's get straight into it. Um, we've got lots of content to get through, but just overall... This is traditionally, you know, all jokes aside, it is one of the most competitive weekend leagues we're facing. You know, they were talking about it on Friday's show with John Ingvi and Carl about how it brings everybody out. I know in the past hour, you've just finished your weekend league experience. So how's it been? Um, It's been competitive. Um, Like yourself, I was away. I was actually away last week, so I hadn't played for a week or so. So I thought I'll just jump in. Not got a lot of time. Um, Spent a lot of coins on my team and I went to 11 and 1. So... Um, not that I've played a lot of weekend league, but it's definitely my, my best results um, so far. Um, I got to 11. That's kind of the aim that I wanted to. Anyway, I thought it'd be, I thought I'd lose a lot more than that. So 11 was my target. I did my good saintly thing and gave away the rest of the games once I hit my 11 because I've got other things to do. I've got my rivals to try and get. Uh, I know there's the Premier League Cup as well, which I might try and squeeze in as well. Um Lots of straight, like lots of very, very good teams out there. Lots of very good teams. Lots of people trying to spam the step over uh, speed burst, and oddly enough, lots of four two fours. How did you find yours, Dan? Yeah, so for reasons known only to me, and I don't fully understand them myself. I did two weekend leagues, 
Um, I've recently started a second account. I'll talk more about that later once we get through the content. But um, I managed to go 10 and 10 on my second account with a strike force led by Gary Lineker's World Cup icon, which I was pretty pleased with, to be honest. I, I couldn't even afford chemistry styles on my two defenders, um, Bonucci and Danilo. So, I mean, not the worst defenders by any stretch, but that was the kind of team I was working with going up against Mbappe's, Cruyff's, Eusebio's and all of this lot and, and still managed to get to 10 wins. was gutted not to quite get the 11, but was happy to get a team of the season pick out of that. But the main account went really, really well. Managed to get 14 wins for the second time in three weekend leagues, which I'm absolutely thrilled with. I'm a, I'm a proud 11-win merchant, but things just fell my way. Um, I got given one free win, I think, which helped along the way. So was absolutely delighted. Got some really good pulls from it in the end. I got uh, Red Mo Salah, who I've not used yet. Um, I'm not. It's one of those difficult foot pulls, and this is going to, you know, get the eggs thrown at the at the dashboard as people listen to this in their cars here and swerve off the road as I talk about team of the season Mo Salah being a difficult pull. But as they mentioned on Friday's show, it's that three star weak foot, five star skills, lovely. I'm not a massive skiller. So am I going to trust that three-star week for, I don't know, watch this space. I'll come back and review. I've not actually had a chance to use him yet. So great rewards, great performance, feeling really good in, in my FIFA. also managed to go a 10-0 in playoffs. So to quote uh, you know, the in-betweeners, I almost feel like I've completed it, mate. <laughs> that's uh that's some fantastic uh fantastic returns even your 10 and 10 that's that's a great stretch with the team you've got um shows that you're obviously you know your way around the fifa controller so well done on that yeah i mean all of this balanced out against the fact that reading got relegated last week so i i like to think that life is balancing out the karma a little bit as i get used to having to support a league one football team um <laughs> But look, we'll talk more about the players we've used in the Weekend League a little bit later on at the end of the show. But let's get into the content. I mentioned being a League One side. Maybe this time next year, I'll be talking about some Reading players getting in the EFL team of the season as we storm to a, re- a record title win. Um, all dreams aside, Nath, we've had this EFL team out. Now, usually we get it a little bit earlier. It's usually the first one, isn't it? It usually comes out sort of alongside the community. They've sort of mixed it up a little bit this year. But... There's some really cracking cards here. And I sort of asked you as your kind of prep for today's show to comb, you know, your professional foot coaching scout coach eyes through this team and pick out three players that you'd really like to try out in your side. So there's a, there's, there's a few really good ones, a few low budget ones, a few high budget ones. So um, the Man United fan in me, although he doesn't, I think he's moved permanently is Tahith Chong, but he's not one that I'll kind of put on my list, but he looks quite a solid all rounder. Um, first one for me, uh, Nathan Teller, who isn't the most expensive one. Uh, he's a 92 rated uh, right mid, but he can also play in either the wings and up front. Rapid. He's got 95 pace, 90 pass, 93 dribbling, 90, uh, 86 shooting. So he's one of these, I think, if you put on the wing, um, he could actually do some real damage. I think he looks pretty decent. Um, he's got five star skills. The only thing is his weak foot, but <clears throat> I think for a, for a uh, EFL Tots, that's quite a decent, attractive card. Um, the other one for me, his starting position is a bit of a shock, but we've got Brownhill from Burnley. So he's English 94 rated Cam, but he is definitely a CDM. If you get him, put him as a CDM. He's coming in at 550k, which is it's pricey. It is pricey, but he's got solid pace, very good passing, very good dribbling, shoot, uh, physical and defending. So I think that one, if you get him moving to CDM, very linkable, and he looks very, very solid. Um, my last one 
He's coming in, well, his price has been fluctuating. He's between sort of 900 and a mil. Uh, Chuba Akpom from Borough. Very fast, good finishing, good dribbling, and very physical. Uh, 94 rated Cam, but again, he's one I would actually shift further forward and probably have him as a striker. Um, looks very, very good. He's got five-star weak foot as well. Only three-star skill, so if you're not a skillless one, might be one for you. But again, it's quite pricey. The top range of these tots, uh, these EFL tots are massively pricey considering you're kind of relying on either other tots from that league or uh, the nation links. How about you, Dan? Have you seen anyone that's kind of tickled your fancy? Yeah, I mean, look, those three are the obvious standouts alongside Watford's Jao Pedro, um, who's hovering around the 650k mark as well. Five-star skill moves, four-star weak foot, being uh, you know, reportedly going to move to Brighton for £30 million this summer. Always been a highly thought of prospect. He had a, um, was it a Tots Moments card, I think, a couple of years ago? I think the last time Watford got... Possibly. He had a Silver Stars last year, did he not? Silver Stars was fun. He's had a few specials over the years, um, but a lean body type. Again, all the stats in the right places, great acceleration and sprint speed, decent finishing. So that's one you can kind of work into your team, especially if you've got any Brazilian, say, icons, if you've got like a Roberto Carlos, or if you're lucky enough to get a Dino or an R9. Looks a really good pull there. But yeah, I mean, those three you mentioned, Brownhill very much intrigues me. It's, uh, you know, he's a player I've seen in person in the championship this season. Fantastic car, looks very, very solid. I think he looks better than Saicedo, um, who I've used. And again, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about later, but I'll take him and, and Teller uh, and Chuba Akpom as well. I mean, Akpom reminds me a little bit, stats-wise, of Thierry Henry. He, he, he looks like he's going to be that kind of player with a high and average body type. Um and the good physical stats, good shooting as well. So I'd compare it to that. I think the problem that you always get with these cards, Nath, and it's something that has plagued FIFA, even if it's only a mental issue, and I fully concede that this could be a mental issue, and I'm sure John, you know, our head of foot coaching, is screaming into his, his whatever, however he's listening to us right now, is that for whatever reason, I always find that these cards that have been boosted so, so high don't live up to their stats and I don't know whether it's because so few of them have a unique body type and unique animations but you can put whatever numbers you like on these cards and yet they still don't seem to compete like by all manner of wisdom and looking at numbers and things like that Tuba Akpom should be better than 92 player of the month Mbappe he's not going to be better than 92 player of the month Mbappe though is he no, he's not at all. Um, this, you know, Mbappe does have that extra little bit of pace, but apart from that, he should be better. I mean, ninety-nine agility, ninety balance, ninety-one reactions, ninety-five ball control. Like these stats means that you shouldn't really be able to get the ball off him realistically. Um, so I, even his aggression's at seventy-seven, slightly low, but it's not dreadful. Passing's better than Mbappe. Finishing at ninety-seven with ninety-six shot power. I mean, he should be unreal. Yeah. yeah. Um, apart from obviously like the links, like. You know, uh, he's English, but he's league, he's championship. So you do have to kind of rely on icons or English players. So that aside, he should be an absolute monster, especially if you put him in front of goal. But he won't. And you're right. I think it's psychological with a lot of these because if even yeah, if you're coming up against this, if if you're in weekend league and you come a, come up against Akpom or even a Golden Bappy, you're going to be more worried about the Golden Bappy, regardless of how good the card actually is. Yeah. Absolutely. And it goes for, a, like a lot of these cards look good to me. I mean, I think a card that's been done really dirty has been Victor Gorks, who has had a sensational season for Coventry 
and he's destined for big things. He might even get Coventry promoted this year. Um, his card's going for 31k despite being 91 rated, and it's the composure that really kills this card. The 84 composure is just not good enough. He's got everything else, you know, outside the foot shot trait, flare trait, finesse shot trait, but you just can't trust a full four striker with 84 composure. You know, it's a life lesson that your dad teaches you, you know, <laughs> going, to, going to the world or your mum or whoever teaches you these things in life, you know, death taxes and don't trust a strike with 84 composure during tots. Um, so, yeah, I, and that is that is what will hold me back. And again, we, we talked about the chemistry system. I know John and uh, Kyle were having a, you know, the, the contrast opinion to us generally and that they are loving the fact that they can plug these players in on one or two chemistry and they're so juiced that they get on with it. But we are, you know, slaves to that, seeing that at least two-star chemistry, Nathan. So you're going to have to blend a couple of these players in. Now, EA have made that slightly easier by releasing a young player of the season pick from the EFL. Uh, this pick was originally bugged, though. I think for about half an hour, you couldn't open it without getting kicked out of the game. Thankfully, it's been fixed. So it's given you, you know, it, you've got a choice between three players for an 83-rated squad. You've got uh, Junior, I'm going to try and pronounce these names here again, Junior Shamadu from Colchester in League Two. You've got Bally Mumba, who's helped Plymouth win League One. He's a left-back. And you've got Alex, don't call me Barry, Scott. Um, from Bristol City. So, Nathan, Scott seems to be the standout here and the one that most people are going for. Again, Lynx are going to play a big part in this because he is in the Championship. And we've just mentioned most of the best players in that EFL team this season are from the Championship. He's got five-star um, He's got five star skills, four-star weak foot. Can play cam, can play right mid, can play centre mid. Player that you think could do a job in any way. I've got, I picked Scott and I've used him on my second account. He seems okay, but he is very much a classic example of literally the thing I've just been talking about of he's got all these juiced up stats, but to me, he's not really living up to them so far in a limited time space of about sort of five or six games. Yeah, that's the, that's the one that I went for, but that's mainly because I, I don't have time for two accounts. I only have one um, and none of these really make my team. So I went for the five-star skill moves just for banter in case I do sort of throw them in. Um, if I was going for a player for, for my actual team, though, there's a good chance I would have actually have gone for Mumba. Um, yeah. Left-backs aren't... I know the Zinchenko is out, but there's not a lot of fantastic options at left-back, regardless of what league you're in. Um, so I think Mumba, his pace is unreal, very solid defending, um, his dribbling's pretty good, passing's actually very good, apart from his free-kick accuracy, which brings it right down. Crossing's a bit low, but I mean... I think Mumba for your if if you're going to play with either of these three, I think Mumba would be my choice to to work in your team. Yeah, um, I I I think so as well. You, you know, he compares very favorably to Ashley Cole. That five star weak foot means he's got that utility to be able to switch him to either side um, and play comfortable. But you know, again, playing for Plymouth Argyle, not uh, unless you're pie face, not a, a team. A lot of people are going to have a lot of players of. So that might hold you back. But as I said, if you do manage to get, maybe you've completed the Lampard objective, for example, maybe you, you know, you're working towards foot birthday, Rooney as well. Certainly a player that can do a job. And I didn't really mention him when we were talking about the teams as well, but Giles from Middlesbrough looks a similarly solid left-back option as well. Slightly quicker. I think he looks even slightly better than uh, Mumba. But 
again, it's it's how you'll try and work these players in. I think the main nice thing about these cards, Nath, and it links into kind of the other thing we're going to be talking about today, is that a lot of them can be packs from silver and bronze packs. Mm-hmm. So it helps you if you are doing that kind of grind. You know, one of those cards is more than likely to pop up. And it's going to help you with your, you know, various SBCs and objectives as well. But anything else you want to talk about from the EFL? No, I think I just think it's very strange. There's such a split in terms of you've got um, decent cards that are low price, or you've got some that are massively priced. And I know this is something we'll we'll pick up in a wee bit, but there is a definite split between sort of the the prices of the very top tier cards, um, which are on the whole unlinkable in, in in a way. You know, I know, yeah. like you said, chemistry style comes into it, and sorry, chemistry system comes into it, and some of them have good nations, but it's still massively, massively unlinkable in terms of those people wanting three stars. You're going to have to fill them all with that nation. Yeah, you've got seven players who are under 30k at the moment. Then you've got Giles, who's at 50k. And then you go all the way up to 200 for Teller, 460 for Brownhill, and 650 for Pedro, and nearly a million for Akpom. So there is a big big gap in it. But I said, at least if you do pull one of these cards, you know, you're onto a you're onto a good thing and you might make a few coins. So and it does give lots of options. I said for someone that's started up a new account recently, you know, I've just said, okay, well maybe they don't live up to Mbappe, but for someone in my position, if I got Akpom, it'd be absolutely brilliant. If I got Teller or Brownhill, it'd be fantastic. Even Gorks um would give Gary Lineker a run for his money up front, I think. So um and as an EFL fan, it's great to see all these players rewarded as well. I do think it's great to see you know, players from, you know, it's great if you're a Northampton Town fan and you can see Hos- you can pick up a Hoskins um, or if you're a Leighton Orient fan, picking up the goalkeeper as well. So lots of different options for there. You also mentioned it when we talked briefly about it, you mentioned Chong, who's been given an objective moments card. Very easy one to complete this. The hardest requirement's going to be you've got to play at least six games with three Dutch players in your 11. But if you're doing that, especially if one of them's a striker, you'll probably get this done, you know, naturally, Nathan. Yeah, he looks he's well rounded, um, but the the most important thing for this this Chong card is he has the hair the hair state trait. <laughs> the he has right. a massive afro. Um, he had a card. Was it this season? He had the card, the eighty five rated. It was a it, was, it was a milestones card. I want to say it was two years ago, but no, I'm sure he had he had an SBC where he had ninety nine shot power. Oh um, yes, you might be and right. He was very very. I think it might have been the start of this. this yeah, you're right. He had a winter world card. Um, an 84 rated winter wildcard, yeah, that had the 99. And I'm thinking of the FIFA 22 milestones what? card, the 88. No, I, I used I used his 84 three or four weeks ago, and he's still very, very fun. So um, this should be a good jump. Um, I, th- I think this will be decent. I quite liked the play in real life. I'm kind of gutted he's not made it at United. Um, but this one could be quite good fun if you're able to link or, or rock in sort of a, in an EFL side. Yeah, and we've just coming off the back of Eredivisie tots as well. So there's lots of decent players from the Eredivisie. You might be able to give him Dutch links for and again. You should get this one done pretty naturally regardless. So at worst, it's going to be a fodder. If you do have three Dutch players uh, to play in for a few games. One player, we've had one SBC so far, Nath, since Friday's show. Of course, we talked about uh, Alex and Maximin on Friday's show. But since then, we've had King Kai Havertz released as an SBC moments as well. My initial reaction to, was to pretty much dismiss this card, Nate, because I, I've it's just a personally, I've never been able to get on with a Kai Havertz card in FIFA. I know lots of people talk up his, I think it's FIFA 19 card, but um, yeah, this flashback moments, whatever they want to call it, Havertz is, is not for me. 
No, I mean, this is the the very typical EA case of copy and paste. He gets seems to get a special card, well, at least one special card a year. Um, his gold card two years ago, I think it was FIFA 21, his gold card was, stood up pretty well for quite a while uh, at the start of the game. But I'm with you on that, Dan. Like, he, his stats, like, there's nothing wrong with his stats, to be fair. He looks pretty solid, apart from the 70 aggression. He might just kind of allow you to take the ball away from him, but... He's got nice, nice all-round sort of stats for a cam. He'd be a perfect cam, but he just doesn't excite me. Like a 92-rated Havertz, where I'm just like, why does he get a card again? What's he done this season to really deserve it? You know, if you're going to go a Chelsea player, get somebody that we haven't used. Get like a, I, I don't even know who's not been used from there, to be fair. But, you know, get, get a more exciting player. Change it up a little bit. I just think this is very meh. Yeah, I think Matt is the right way to describe it. I mean, it's, it's just coming in at just over 200,000 coins. So it's it's not the most expensive card in the world, but it is just a, an absolute example of a card that is just there. There is nothing about this card that is going to wow you. But if you are in the need for a cam or, you know, a false nine kind of card, he's going to do a decent job. He's 4-4. Four, four. He's got the stats in the right places. Nice composure, good pace. Decent finishing. Shot power at 88 might need a little bit of work. I'd probably chuck a, be chucking a hawk on him. It'll also boost his physicality as well. Um, but the passing's good. It's only dragged down by that free kick accuracy. So um, it's there. It's an option. But I again, it's just very hard, especially with you know people picking up red picks from team of the season and things like that, to see this being a card that's going to stick around in your team for any sort of length of time. In terms of requirements, it's an 86 and an 88 rated squad as well, Nath. So it's that annoying, you have to be in deep to commit to this card. It's not one that's, again, got like a couple of 84, you know, if it was like 84, 85, 88, for example, you might be able to get the lesser squads done quite easily and then go, fine, I'll just finish this off. But that 86 squad just kind of makes it go, hmm, no. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, there's a there's a rumor I'll not say who, but there's meant to be a half decent SBC that's not going to be super expensive coming tonight. Um, we've got um, even that uh, EPL one. I, I would rather put my fodder into the EPL and get a guaranteed ninety for you know a fraction, an absolute fraction of that price. You know, it's it's almost a tenth of the price to get a, a ninety rated fodder, whereas effectively this, this habit, unless you are Kay Havertz's mum um or a bona fide <laughs> Chelsea fan yeah it's not going to last you more than a week is it so um yeah I would I would rather stick it with the EPL guys and hold hold your dupes for for something a little bit more exciting well speaking of places to put your fodder we've had the uh the hero pick is back Nath um and EA are not in a giving mood because they've actually made this more expensive they've made this uh, an 85 and 86 rated squad I think it was 80 84 and 86 before wasn't it um, so, you know, the thought was, well, maybe they've juiced up the pack weight. However, having done this pack twice, and Nate is shaking his head there, so he's in exactly the same boat. I've done this twice, um, and I got Foot Fantasy Papin was the best player in, in one of them. And the second one was so bad, I can't, I think like Mascherano might have been the best one for the, Oh, no, I got two versions of Freddie Lundberg um, in it. So these hero picks just generally have been absolute garbage. But, you know, like Can a we mop, just interrupt mop? you there, though? Yeah, go for it. You, you're not allowed to complain about hero picks. Uh, no, this, I am. This is to be I, edited out. I am because I got David Ginola from a cam- from just a general campaign pick. It didn't oh. come from a hero pick, which I was going to caveat. <laughs> Pipe down, Mr. 30 million coins or whatever you've got. Um, so, no, I'm not going to complain about my luck. But 
I'm just saying hero picks, whatever reason, have just been beyond horrific. And it, on the new account as well, the, the place where I could really, really do with something good, I've had the best players I've had have in three of these picks now have been Trophy Titans Cole, World Cup Cahill, and Foot Fancy Papin. So, you know, they've not even thrown me like a Smolarek or something. So, um, but look, I, the thing that I was going to say is that whilst they have made it slightly more expensive, I think these are at the point now where it's it's fun just to have a go and just, you know, try your luck and try and get a Janela or a Yaya. Yeah, I mean, I, I went with one player in mind that I wanted. I wanted the um, just the Titan, the big, the big um, Lucio. Uh, I needed a centre-back, so I went for that. I, I went all in. Went for broke. I got broken myself. Um, I think I got I got three gold cards, three World Cup ones. It was Leonberg, Kuehl, um and Marquez. So Marquez was the higher rated, but he doesn't fit with the EPL side that I'm going for. So I went for Kuehl just because he's quite fast. Yeah. Um, but three very disappointing picks for me. Um, and to be fair, I probably should have taken Marquez because it's just going to be SBC bound at some point. But... I sort of stick to my principles. Yeah, I'm pretty convinced at this point that Freddie Jumberg, uh, Donovan, and um, Papin have some sort of a special deal with EA that they, you know, are contractually obliged to appear in e- at least every other hero pick. Um, so that's the only way I could explain it. But look, have a go. Again, it's not it's not terribly expensive. I think it's coming in at about 140k. So you never know. Um, but do be prepared for disappointment along the way. Um, if you do need SBC fodder for such things as Havertz or the hero pick, we talked about it earlier, the upgrade grind, Nath. Everybody, well, if you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you'll know I'm a massive menu grinder. I know you dabble in the menu grind yourself. And this is one where I'm going to have to give a, a real hats off to EA. I know Carl was talking about it on Friday and it's proved to be absolutely true for menu grinders like myself. The prime bronze and prime silver upgrades, which not only give you fodder for your club to try and go for the big guns through league SBCs and, and gold upgrades and things, they've also, you know, helping you with completing these objectives. To you know, there's a couple of Premier League tots you can unlock: um, Paulinho and uh, Mito- Mitoma. Yeah, Mitoma, so, which looks pretty yeah. good as well. To be fair, so it's been a, a double-edged win. Um, which is very, very rare from EA Sports. I keep thinking, what's the catch here? Other than the fact that they're sucking you in to spending more time on the companion app. But I'd very much advise everybody to go out and do the prime bronze and prime silver upgrades if you're not already. They only cost three cards each um, and you get 24 in return for each color. So three bronzes get you 24 bronzes back. Three silvers gets you 24 silvers back. And as I just mentioned, a lot of these EFL tots our bronze and silver cards as well. So you never know what would pop out at the end of it. Have you been sort of sucked in to this particular grind or is it something you're going to be looking at later in the week? It's something I'm probably going to do once I uh, I stop my playtime. Um, I like having the grind that you can do when I'm not either able to get on the laptop or uh, on the PlayStation. So definitely going to, going to hit it. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what upgrades come tonight because Mondays are always our, our upgrades. Um, but you'd like, well, not you'd like, you have to think EA are going to be really stingy with their requirements. It's going to be like one of these 11 gold rares for your, or 10 gold rares for your upgrades because they're not going to say have 10 commons and one rare uh, gold when you've got such easy fodder to craft because you realistically could be doing these all day if you could, <laughs> if you can work it yeah. right. You, you could be there for quite a while with free fodder. So that's when we see that could be the catch from EA. 
Yeah, well, they've kind of given us a bit of a roadmap, haven't they, in the Craft to Glory objective, because the one that you can't do, uh, as the time we record this on Monday afternoon, is the premium Premier League upgrade SBC. Uh, you've got to imagine that is coming tonight. And historically, yeah, this has been sort of uh, either 10 rares or at least six rares. And the way that this has been formatted, I don't I mean, they could surprise us and give us a premium gold upgrade, but I don't think they will. I think that they will continue to funnel people through just that standard gold upgrade, which gives you two rares. So I wouldn't be surprised if this was something like six to eight rares um, and then th maybe three to five commons to complete. Yeah. Uh, and of Historically, course these were, uh, this is not three rares and uh, eight commons you get back from them from that league or something like that yes so it, yeah cycle per se yeah it used to be yeah you would chuck in 11 rares or i can't remember if it was 10 rares and one common yeah and you'd get that premium pack back i think originally it was wasn't not it was 12 wasn't it 12 players originally i think you got nine commons three rares back um, and then they reduced it didn't then then they reduced it for this year and then suddenly you're only getting nine or eight back um, again, my memory has gone very fuzzy, so I do apologise, folks. But yeah, they, they certainly nerfed it this time around. I remember at Team of the Year, people were not best pleased. But yeah, that should be coming tonight. And of course, if you complete that 20 times, uh, as well as all the other upgrades, you will get uh, lots of nice rewards, including a JJ Ococha base, which I'm sure everyone's going to be rushing to use, um, <laughs> even though I'm not quite sure it would even get in my second account that's been open for less than a week. But, you know, free fodder is free fodder. And Matoma and, and Paulina will be, you know, fantastic cards to get. I'm still not completely sure, Nate, if this is going to be a pick um, or if you're going to get both. But uh, I'm hoping it's both. I hope I hope it's both. I hope it's both. Do we, I'd be going for Matoma because I don't think Paulina is a big upgrade. It's like the guy said uh, on Friday, he's not a big upgrade on the, the previous, was it the World Cup? Was it the yeah. Path to Glory or something yes. like that? He's, He's not a big upgrade, and to be fair, uh, Polino wouldn't make my bench, whereas Matoma could. And plus, I just really like Matoma in real life. I yeah. Think it, like, yeah, he's had a fantastic season for Brighton. Good season, and his race, his race to glory, if you like, has been pretty fantastic, his his background as well. So uh, hoping hoping that the stats in the card actually does him some justice, even though stacked on that left-hand side. But I'll, I'll figure a way to at least put him on the bench. Yeah, we're talking of um, Brighton players. Oh, I should just briefly say as well, we have got new Man of the Match cards in packs as well, although I don't think there's a single one of them, Nath, that um, would be gracing anybody's anybody's team anytime soon. Maybe an absolute push, your 93, Kareem Benzema. But I think even that is a, that's a stretch. Yeah, I've got the Danny Olmo through a pack, and the first thing I thought was, oh, this is a nice 90-rated untradeable fodder. <laughs> um, and it, it goes the same even when I'm in my Man United mind I, I can't even bring myself to use that 87 Lindelof who got no. super juiced but he's not he's not going to do anything in the team really so all of these are a bit again it's it's a pack filler um, it's there to kind of get you excited that you've packed something that's not just a gold card and then you realise that actually I probably would prefer a gold card to some of this hope the, the best thing is that a lot of the low-rated ones, again, pop up in silver and bronze packs and stuff as well. So uh, you can get a free 10K out of it for that. But what I was going to move on to um, just before then was talking about the Brighton connection. Because it's, uh, I wanted to talk about Weekend League in a bit more detail now. We got through the content, Nath. And uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about was Saicedo. Because he is that pick that you have at level 15. Lots of, you know, con not controversy, but, you know, people saying, well, do you take him? Do you take the 15 by 
23. So on my main, I took the 15 by 83 pack. And the best I got was 86 Bruno Fernandes. But I was like, I, I really needed a CDM on the second account because it's new. I didn't really have a have an enforcer. So I thought, perfect. This card looks like, you know, he looks very Kante-esque. I play with Kante on my main. This would be a perfect thing. And for whatever reason, and I'm sure uh, our, our friends over at Nothing But A Foot thing will, you know, be up in arms as I disparage the man is, he's just so terribly meh. <laughs> that's what you kind of get though do you not find with with these free cards there's very few free cards that EA give you that you're like this is top draw um, so last week I was on and I was saying Joe Linton was phenomenal, I stand by that uh, he has dropped to the bench but he's possibly the only one this year that I'm like that, that card is an absolute cracker and he's not really cost a lot or cost anything um, Cicido and the way that these prem tots, especially certain midfielders in these prem tots, have fallen. Saicedo, when I got to level fifteen, I thought I've got three or four other players that can do that now. So yeah, I mean, but you want him to be good because he's insane in real life. He is so good, and you want him to be phenomenal. Yeah, and look, I say Matt in the, in the context of again trying to get towards eleven fourteen kind of win territory. And defensively, he's fine. He he does a decent job. He doesn't massively let you down. Offensively, I find him to be a real liability, especially the shooting was was really bad, despite having 90 long shots. Um, that 76 finishing, not really doing him any favours whatsoever. But he just doesn't have that, that buzz around the pitch that I thought he was going to have. Uh, and maybe I need to experiment with chem styles and it might be, you know, one of those kind of things. Because I think at the moment he's only on sort of one chemistry in my side. So, you know, I'll be fully transparent about that. But this is one of those things, a player pick that I took where it made me glad that I didn't take it on the main. And I think that, that would be my main takeaway from here is that at least from everything I've done, he's not a, you'd be silly not to take this player. Yeah, and when you said that to me, I think you and Ingvi both have that sort of same impression and that, that helped me make my mind up. Um, but it was like some of those ZFL Tots players. When you look at their stats, there's there's no reason not to think he's going to be like top draw. Like He's only 90 rated on the, on the actual cards, but you look at his stats. On paper, this could last you right through Tots and then into whatever the next sort of super-juiced promo is because he he's got everything in the right places. So... I was really torn. Um, I had to ask for a bit of advice because I thought he might not live up to his stats because you wouldn't get a Kante-S player from EA without having to do something like, you know, donate a kidney or something. Um, <laughs> but there was just something there that I thought maybe not. So I, I took the fodder and after hearing your your testimony and, and Ingvi in, the, in our wonderful Discord, um, I think even though I got one tots, but it was some randomer from the EFL that wouldn't get in the team. So, um, but after hearing that, I was like, actually, that's probably the right way to do. Yeah, and again, I said full caveats. He wasn't on full chem, and you know, I haven't tried on every chem style. So, look, I, I, I don't, and I, I want to say that I don't think it's a bad pick to take if you are in need. If you, if you're someone that hasn't done someone like Roy Keane, you didn't get Vieira, and you haven't done Kante maybe it becomes a bit more appealing. But I think having owned, I own Midviera, I own Kante. He's not, he's nowhere near the, the level of those two players. Um, it's take, not, the fod, 
yeah, take the fodder close. and put it into Keen because Keen's still available. So if yeah. you're if you're undecided and you don't get anything like and you need a CDM, take the fodder. Yeah, that'll go a good way to getting Roy Keane done. Yeah, and, and the few times I've faced him as well, he's ne- I've never been like you know when you play Vieira and you're like, where has he got these go go gadget legs from? Uh, and Kante, I'm like, how has he suddenly caught up to me? He doesn't he doesn't have those um, kind of unique traits that those two CDMs have. Uh, I said at least in my experience so far. A player who's on the other side of the scale, well, two players, in fact, Nate, from one club that have both impressed me across the two accounts. On the main, Bruno Guimaraes has been awesome as a box-to-box midfielder. I was lucky enough to have Leon Goretzka doing that role before that, his road to the final card. And before that, for you know, best part of six months, I had Renato Sanchez. And he's better than both of them, in my opinion. I think he's a fantastic Fantastic value card. And I think he's still going for, what, less than 500k? Uh, currently, he is oh, he's way less than that. He's 263 oh, wow. on console and 149 on uh, BC. Absolute bargain. I think if you can see past the 3-3, for me, he's been one of the best box-to-box midfielders I've used. Again, that comes from a person that's not doing a lot of skills beyond things like basic ball rolls, fake shots, and things like that. Um and if you're if you're not someone that's doing you know roulettes and bits and pieces in the middle, this card would be absolutely fine. And even in the box, he's popped up for me and scored a you know a decent number of goals. So I've been really really fan of him. And you know I almost feel bad for for touting this card for a card that's expired. But if you didn't do Joel Linton, I think you've missed out as well, Nath. Thank you, thank you. I have been <laughs> I've been singing his praises for the rooftop. I think. He is, like I said earlier, he is the one free card we've had from EA that I am like, he is wow. He does yeah. everything. Um, he's on my bench just now, but that's because we've been playing around. Um, but I, th- I think Joe Linton's been phenomenal, um, much like he has in real life. Again, uh, I quite like the fact that, you know, you can relate back to real football with this. Um, but I, I, yeah, he's been, he does everything. He's a very good box to box Um I think he's been been tremendous. So if you were listening to us, I think it was last week we said it. If, it must have been last week, actually, otherwise, because he wasn't out. So if you listened to us last week and got him done, then you're very welcome. If you didn't do it, then, you know, next time you might need to listen to us a little bit more. <laughs> there you go. That's the, the, the words of the scout <laughs> ringing out. Um, but yeah, very impressed with, with him on the RTG. I, I don't think he's as good as Bruno, so he won't be coming into the main, but I'm very happy. He's been kind of my... He's out, other than bizarrely, Gary Lineker, who I will absolutely sing the praise of. If you are starting a new RTG during TOTS, go get that Gary Lineker card done. Maybe the fact that you can now get Ollie Watkins this week might take away from that. But honestly, Gary Lineker's finishing is elite. He is an elite finisher. The pace isn't too bad either, and the passing is surprisingly usable as well. And for the cost he is, I think he's an 84, an 81, a bronze rare and a silver rare squad. If you're in any way tempted to start a second account, go get that player done. He scored something like stupid, like 50 goals in 35 games for me. Um, so yeah, he's my he's my little hidden gem um, to go out and do. The, the Silver Stars right back is good as well. He holds his own. Um, I can't, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. I'll say, I'll leave that for John. Um, but yeah, those those are my, my tips. But going back to sort of weekend league and, you know, I, tease you at the top about having coins which you're very what you've worked very hard for your coins as well i will say that i tease you but you know you you are very active in trading you you 
worked your balance up and you're careful where you spend your coins. But I know you were really looking forward to this team, Nath, because you're a Man United fan. You had your eyes on all the United boys. I think you've used them all. Mm-hmm. Is that right I in have. saying? Most people are sitting there drooling at the thought of having Rashford <laughs> or Varane. Casemiro, a bit more reachable. But what was your experience of all of them so far and, and any of the other main cards you've used? Cool. Right. So basically, I'll put, I'll sort of go from through the team. So I've got De Gea and goals from, um, was he last, the community tots, who probably deserves to be dropped. Um, I had one goal I conceded. I lost my one game in the weekend league, and he literally fell the wrong way and then kicked the ball in the back of his own net. It was a very strange goal, and that really annoyed me. Um, but he's been, he's been solid without being unspectacular. Um, other new boys, Varane, like you said, uh, Engvi uh, was talking about, I think it was, his, it was his reactions or his balance. I think he has been unreal. I end up buying Van Dyke to go next to him, and those two are just hilarious because people just run into them, and it's just it's stupid. So those were my two centre-backs that I tried out. Um, I tried out Casemiro, like you said, who is unreal. He is a brick wall. Um, I have him on balance. I don't really play stay back on my CMs anymore or my CDMs, um, but he is always in the right place. His passing's great. Um, he doesn't get forwards, really. I think he's got medium high, so he does what you expect. Um, next time when I play a two, I've got the new Kevin De Bruyne, who I thought was very meh until I checked his stats out for me. Um, and I think in 18 games, he's got something like 26 assists and wow. nine goals or something like that. So I think one of the guys in our Discord probably sums it up that he's the sort of player that you don't notice when you've got him, but when you don't have him, you might realize he's not there. Um, he did score a few vital goals arriving in the box, like sort of post goals esque, you know, yeah. late runs into the box. I, I've coined that doing a Eusebio because <laughs> I had mid Eusebio two games ago and he was that for me. And that every time I thought, oh, Eusebio's nowhere. What's he doing? I'm going to replace him. I'd look and he'd scored like two goals in the game. It's mental. <laughs> just, just out of absolutely nowhere. So, yeah, carry on. So yeah, um, I bought Saka because I've been I play a lot of different formations. So I, I wanted a, a winger that could play either CM as well or uh, defend. So Saka as well, he's very meh, but I'm very much aware that the majority of the games he's been playing sort of right wing back for me um, or uh, right cam. So it's probably not his actual best position, but he's he's okay. I wouldn't say drop everything and go get him. Um, I did the St. Maximum SBC. Um, first three or four games, I thought, what have I done with these coins? This is an absolute waste. But he has been unreal. Um, he actually his finishing is on point. Um, his his transitions with the skill moves are ridiculous, and he actually seems to score a couple of headers, which I don't know how because he doesn't seem to ever jump or get in front of his man. But somehow he just bounces off him. Um, and then uh, the main man, Marcus Rashford, eighty odd composure. What's that? There's been one chance that I thought you should have done much better with that. But he is lethal. He's outscoring um, the Titans are nine for me. He's out assisting anyone apart from De Bruyne. He's just he's unreal. Um, and that that force our weak foot is a lie. He scores with his left. He scores with his right. He scores with his backside. He scores with his shoulder. He is just <laughs> honestly. I, he, he just makes me happy. He's a bit like Canty was a couple of years ago. And when you play with him, you just have a wee smile on your face, going, "Oh, this guy's phenomenal." So yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 you know, it's easy to see that when you've got your 23 million coin strike force, whatever you've got. I've only got yeah. 5 million in the bank now, though. Oh, my <laughs> word. Guys, um, we're going to start the Save Nate's account campaign. Please, Please, I really want the new Howland. He looks so good. He is, uh, 
he's the one that I'm trying to get, but I don't know how. Patreon.com forward slash foot interview people. Um, if you want to, I, in fact, no, I will guarantee no money will go into Nate's pocket from that. Mm-mm. But look, he hasn't, spent, he hasn't spent FIFA points. Um, but in all seriousness, if you do want to sort of pick Nace brains um, for trading advice, he's very open with, with what he's doing and the methods he's doing. If you head over to patreon.com forward slash foot interview and sign up at any of our tiers, you get Discord access. And we're all in there, all of the hosts on this show, um, a lot of the guest hosts you'll hear as well. We're all in there, of course. All of the coaches from foot coaching are in there as well. Lots of different advice going on with things like tactics, squad building, trading, and just general things as well. Everyone sort of, you know, putting shoulders around, you know, arm around the shoulders of people when you've had a bad weekend, a good weekend. Uh, it's a really great community. I very much encourage people to join it. Depending on what tea you sign up as well, there's a whole other range of benefits for things like coaching discounts, uh, the trading show as well. Um, myself and Shaq, we're doing our latest one of those this week as well. So if you are looking to make a few more coins before this game ends and just learn general methods as well, we sort of very much uh, the whole teach a man how to fish rather than just be sort of spoon feeding tips. Although, you know, we do give some of those out as well. So that if you sign up at support tier or higher, you will get that. And as mentioned, you get coaching discounts. We get to work with the likes of Nath, with John, with the team. They're using cutting edge software. They're improving. There's more features coming on board each and every week. Um, it's a it's a fascinating um, process to go through, and it will very much help you. And the main man himself, though, John, being ever generous as he is, doesn't just restrict his great coaching advice to uh, clients. He's a bit of free. Or, you know, benefit for you foot and review listeners. He sent in one to the mailbag and he has sent not a question, but a remark after watching the Edivisi finals this weekend. If your opponent plays a five at the back, let's say a five, four, one, the fullbacks will always find space against a four at the back. So never, if your opponent is on a decent level, play a four at the back. I saw better players lose versus these fullbacks because they can easily find space. So the foot coaching tip for the pod Please keep a five at the back in your setups just for when you face a five back or a three four two one slash three five two with the overlapping wingers. And someone and keep it for when you're facing someone that's actually on your level. Now, personally, Nathan, I found facing five backs frustrating. Maybe it's because I'm not at that very tippy top tier, certainly not any E easy level. They are very frustrating. I know you've been experimenting with formations a lot more than I have throughout the game, and you've always been experimenting with a five and a three back this week. Are you fi- are you finding what John's saying to be true in terms of both players you're facing and when you're coming up against back fours? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my main one in this weekend league was a three four two one, um, which I think I put a video out on our Patreon probably best part of two months ago now. Uh, which I've brought back with a few tweaks. That that's been effective. Uh, five playing against a five back though, it's really hard. And I have experimented with different formations. I've tried to go super narrow to cut through them. I've tried to go the four triple two, um, which when you put the wide cams on stay forward does have a bit more of an impact. But again, like John said, the the five four one is something that we picked out um, a wee while ago. Is kind of coming through, and all of a sudden you see all these videos saying, you know. Best thing since sliced bread, you know, uh, five four one. And to be fair, it's very very effective. It's it's quite hard to play. People say it's really easy, but it's not. It's yeah, I think that's the big thing with it. It's very solid, um, and it's very. It's not very easy to defend because defending in FIFA isn't easy. So I'll not say that, but it's it's very compact, and people have to work to score against you. 
but you have to be patient in your build up. It's not like you can kind of just spam and you you very rarely beat players five six seven nil with a five four one um, unless you are miles above them. Um, you need to create the spaces. You need to work with your fullbacks. Um, one tip, if you are doing that, I like to have my fullbacks on balance and my wide men, uh, the two wingers, on cut inside. Um, that seems to be a good work at the moment, but you do have to be patient. Um, so, it, it, you know, it's good. To, I actually quite enjoyed doing it. I like mixing my formations up as well, especially for different when you come against different formations or if the game's just not going a certain way. But five at the back, um, especially five for one, potentially isn't for everybody. Um, the five two one two could be better for certain players. It's a little bit more adventurous, um, but then you do lose something a bit more on you know your uh, your defensive side of things. Yeah, I mean, I'm still running the four three two one that's been in sort of my main rotation for most of the year, and finding it very effective because I think, as you say, Nathan, I think a lot of people are adopting this formation, not really listening to you know they're just going to the end but a bit of the video where it just tells you what the tactics are and they're hearing it's OP. I know Nick Nick run the foot market made a video on it a few weeks ago talking about how just OP it is as well, kind of along the lines of what John was saying, but for the players sort of lower down the rungs if they're not playing it properly if they're not being patient it, it's not it, it's not the kind of formation like four two three one was a couple of fifas ago where you basically had to play it to succeed and it was very easy to pick up and play with and you couldn't do a lot wrong with it like you said if people aren't being patient with it then they're going to find it hard because again that's the compromise isn't it you've got a player further back yes you've got the overlapping wingers but you need time to bring those fullbacks in. And if you're rushing through your attacking build-up, it's not giving chance for those fullbacks to get involved in the play. You're not going to get the overloads and you're not going to find it as easy and effective. So I need to do th- this, uh, that John has said, I need to plug in a five-back um, for when I have at those really high ELO games, and you know, especially when I delve back into rivals as well. So uh, a very good tip, John. Very good tip. Yeah, it's a good one, and uh, I'm sure we'll be able to find one for our, our, our patrons um, if if the guys listening to this want us to to put out the five four one. I've got one ready made. I've not got gameplay because I've not clipped any of it, but um, you know, eleven and one the weekend league is is okay. Um, so I can easily get get our guys the the tactics and just discuss how we play it if that's something that folks want. So let us know on the Discord if that's something you're keen on just to experiment with. Um, the one thing you've found with these formations, though, don't ever take exactly what whoever's putting these videos out. You know, I've looked at some of these videos, um, but the thing with these is you need to play, use it to your style. So use their, you know, their type of defending and build-up play, I find probably the more important ones. Um, some of the player instructions are great, but you still need to tweak it for how you play because there's no point me trying to play like Tex, who can spam every single skill move under the sun, um, and he'll find something brilliant, whereas, you know... I'm neither a skiller nor a really, really slow, patient build-up. I'm kind of in between. So different things work for different people. Absolutely. And the final question comes from Ingvi, the King of the North. He says, question for the pod. Why do you think Team of the Season Akpom costs more than Team of the Season Kane? Makes no sense. Um, I think we kind of touched on this earlier as well, didn't we, Nath? I think it's just the fact that, you know, the face stats are unbelievable. Um, Five-star week for... I also think the fact that I think there's a novelty factor as well in that this is a new card, whereas Kane has got you know has had a 92 rated card out for you know months i've had that team of the tournament card since the world cup so i think there's you know i just think it's just a you know shiny new toy syndrome here 
A little bit. And Kane's got 90 pace, or Zach Pom's got 94 pace. Yeah. And although, you know, certain people will realize that's actually not the biggest difference in the world, some people will like the fact that he does have the, the more pace. And like you say, Kane's been around quite a few different cards. And very good. Um, but Akpom, new, shiny. Um, his passing doesn't, you know, compare, doesn't compare to Kane. But ninety four pace with ninety five shooting. If you put um put the right cam on it, that'll pretty much max both of them out. So that could well be it. Absolutely. And thank you as always for the questions. Again, if you are a member of our Discord, feel free to we have a dedicated question section. You can send them in for each and every podcast. And of course you can hit us up on socials as well, foot coaching for all of our socials on that one. So the key takeaways from this show for those of you who have skipped to the end. Um, and you know, fallen asleep in the back of class and have just woken up. Maybe you know our dulcet tone sent you to sleep, and you're just waking up for the very end of the podcast. Um, please do your prime bronze and silver upgrades. It will take you two minutes and might very well help you build yourself a five in the back formation. Just to switch to, if you're facing someone of a really good level who's at your level or above as well. And um, I think just generally, Nate, I think that the key advice, as we've been saying throughout the game, is just go and have fun. Yeah, this is the time where you can get high-powered cards for not a lot of coins. Um, the teams you find are going to be very varied. Just relax, enjoy yourself. Don't take it too seriously unless you are a professional. <laughs> um, but, you know, enjoy. Join our Discord. Obviously, that's another key takeaway from this. Just join, join the Discord. But, no, nah, relax. Enjoy FIFA. Make the most of FIFA 23 because before you know it, it's going to be EA, FC, whatever they're going to be calling it soon. So make the most of this and you know, great game to play. I'm really loving the actual gameplay. So yeah, go yeah. On. And if you face a person with Trophy Titans R9 up front and Marcus Rashford up front playing in a Man United kit, um, be sure to send him send him a message. Call him yeah. Rich Uncle Pennybags or Scrooge McDuck. Happens all the time. I turn my messages back on again just for it. Yeah, he's so soaking up, soaking up those tears, <laughs> soaking up the rage. Um, look, I hope everyone has a fantastic week. Lots of exciting things to come. Of course, we have the foot in reviewing Crete special on the horizon. So uh, shows uh, might be a little bit uh, different over the coming days. Whether uh, you know, some of us unfortunately are stuck back in back in the UK with our you know life responsibilities, but so we may gather to uh, record a show in the meantime but look stay tuned to all of the social feeds for it uh, for all of the information of course footcoaching.com and footcoaching is all of our socials Nath one thing left for us to do drop it we're gonna drop it drop it F-U-T 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 T-T Interview. Eh? You see.